you're always just faking this personality on social media and there's there's no point you know like people want to see the authentic you they want to see the true side of you Jack, welcome to POVs to New York City. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for having me. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I, I love New York, so. Oh, man. Well, I'm so me. happy you're here. Maybe it's not as warm as LA, but <laughs> hey, the conversation's gonna be, it's gonna oh, be great. I'm, I'm excited. Well, yeah. every episode here at POVs, we always kick off with somewhat of a controversial question. So awesome. we're gonna start off. You ready? Yes. Let's do it. So okay, ready. Jack, my question for you. Do you think men are protected in society? I think. There's a lot of ways that that question can go about. With like, I'd say like with mental health, there's a stigma between um, like talking about feelings and stuff. So I think, I think with different aspects of men, they're not protected as much in society. Um, whether it's like speaking out or I think it goes both ways. Yeah. 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 No, I hear you. Yeah. I, there's a lot of talk around like toxic masculinity and Definitely. needing to feel like you have to be strong or not show emotion. Definitely. Why do you think that is? Why do you think men aren't as protected in society as women? Um, I mean, I just think growing up like in school and being raised by our parents, like we're kind of just taught to suppress our emotions and be strong and calm and confident. And it's, it's not normal to, um, to like feel emotions and express it. Yeah, I think that's one of like uh, the big issues. It's a big problem for both women and men, but men especially, I think, it's there's such a stigma to suppress it, you know? For sure, and yeah. I'm so happy that we're starting to break that down today. I think yes. conversations are the best place to start. Definitely. And yeah. Jack, as I was, you know, looking into you before our <laughs> conversation, I think you and I have something really strong in common, which is growing up, yeah. you and I were both the nice guy and the nice yeah. girl. Aww. I was always afraid to upset anyone. I yeah. just wanted to be liked. Definitely. Would you say that's true about you? Do you feel like 100%. you grew up as the nice guy? Yeah, just like people pleaser. I For love, sure. yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. Um, and what was yeah. that like, feeling like you had to be a people pleaser? When did that start? I think the anxiety that um, people not liking me gave me, I was just like, Oh my God, I hated it. I felt guilty everything I I did. So I just, I constantly felt like I had to um, just please and, you know, yeah, which I still do, but. I feel you, yeah. I do too. Yeah. And did you feel that way growing up, like pre-TikTok, pre-social media? Um, definitely, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What was your earliest memory of feeling like you needed to curate yourself in a certain way to make someone like you or is there a memory that you have of the first time you felt yourself being a people pleaser? I think, I mean, like middle school. I think also it's with the twin thing. Um, like I, I always needed James by my side too. So it was like, mm -hmm. uh, I felt like socially awkward, like without him. So without, I, I feel like I needed everyone's validation in middle school when I wasn't with him too. So I don't know, very, I haven't even thought about that. So you're, Catching me off guard. No worries. I, I mean, it's it's interesting hearing about your experience as a twin. Yeah. Do you feel like you were ever able to separate yourself from your brother and truly feel like an individual growing up? Um, I think sophomore year was like the first year where we started like separating a little. Um, and yeah, it was so weird. I think like a lot of twins can relate to this. Like once you do separate, there's like a little like awkward and weird stage of not being being able to talk to people or 
not feeling confident and uh james and i i feel like it's such a healthier um friendship james was my twin such a healthier friendship and relationship between us now because i mean like we're our own individuals but they're separate friend groups but we also like miss each other and still for sure you know and do you think he experiences some of the things that you do in terms of needing to please people and be the nice guy so is both of you yeah yeah we definitely were very similar growing up interesting definitely and jack do you ever feel like people took advantage of you for your kindness oh 100 percent. yeah what did that feel like i think once i like started truly thinking it still happens and once i start truly thinking about it um like i get bummed out i'm still learning how to um not let people like walk all over me and strong yeah Yeah. (laughs) to find your voice yes how did you go from feeling growing up like you had to please everyone to now emerging as a public figure on tiktok how how did you make that jump i mean i feel like i started social media like as a joke like anyone else you know it's my twin um but yeah it's, it's still it still doesn't feel like um real i guess it still feels like i'm my normal self just good um you know, I always try to stay true to myself, too. So do you think it's possible to truly be your authentic self on social media? I think a lot of us. Um, yeah, we don't show our true, true self, which is I'm what I'm trying to do is just show that I'm more human on social media, that like I experience things. I have sad days. Um, but yeah, I, I think I used to act like I was just this happy, like, um, never sad, always had a smile on my face, which is like, it's so not true. It's just for sure. um, like robotic, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to like show my, my more human sides. And I think that's such an important part of social media too, is just like, it's so, cause a lot of people compare themselves to, to people on social media, like, oh, this guy's always happy. He has the greatest life. But um, I think behind the scenes, the, uh, like they don't know that like there's, there's, I mean, I'm, I also have bad days and which I think it's really important to show um, those bad days and show that it's okay because I mean, we're all human and we all experience that, you know, Absolutely. Just, just talking about it. Yeah, we're all um, human yeah. and we all struggle. We all and struggle, that's what right? I admire so much about you, Jack. Like you, you're really blazing a trail to be yourself in a way that I think allows other people to let their guard down and say, hey, I, I have bad days, I can show that. Because yeah. I'm guilty of that too. I think we all try to put an image of ourselves online that Definitely. maybe isn't 100% ourselves. We can try, Definitely. but there's always gonna be that fourth wall that you know, yeah. we're trying to be someone or Definitely. put on an alter ego or a face. And I think it's awesome that you're able to break that down. Thanks. Do you feel Thank like you so. social media overall is more helpful or harmful, especially when it comes to mental health? I mean, there's so many negatives, but positives to social media. But um, I think it's positive overall because back then it was not talked about at all. You know, Um, like in my parents' generation, like it was never like they're still learning a lot about it, um, which I am too. But I think social media just brings so much light and awareness to to mental health. I think that's one of the biggest um, 
perks of social media is. I mean, I personally agree. Yeah. And I think social media is a powerful tool, but a lot of people don't know how to use it in a way that's meaningful. And I feel like you've mastered it. You you speak up about important issues. Oh, you. You're authentically yourself. How did you find your voice? How how did you find the confidence to start speaking up about what you believe in? I think it, it like it got to the point where it starts affecting you that like you're always just faking this personality on social media and there's there's no point you know like people want to see the authentic you they want to see the true side of you and I, I thought it was time to share my thoughts and what I think and just to shed light to um, those that might be alone and can't talk to someone I think that's the biggest thing too is people feel like they're alone and if I were just to say anything on social media, make a video, it allows for these pe like these people to know like they're not alone and know like we're in this together and we can help each other and it's okay to talk to people, you know? Yeah, it's so powerful. Yeah, it's what powerful. are what are some of those topics that you feel like you have spoken out about? I think mental health in general, like going to therapy. I think there's such a stigma around speaking out and talking to people like we were saying like it's um especially men i feel like we're we're forced kind of like suppress our emotions and um keep it to ourselves but like it's i think once we have more of like a dialogue of speaking out um and having like more of a community about mental health awareness it like i feel like it'll definitely like shed light to like people that feel alone and that like want to talk to people and don't have anyone to talk to. You know? Absolutely. I think it's so cool that you have used your platform to speak out. And I think the more people speak up, hopefully others will do the oh, same. Definitely. Yeah. Have you ever gotten backlash for speaking out about something that you believe in? I feel like with what I posted, it's it's all been pretty positive. But like you'll see like some of the comments. I try not to look at like the negative comments. You know, it's hard sometimes, yeah. though, because they're they're there. Yeah. And how can you not? Yeah. It's awesome to hear that you've been able to strike yeah. a balance. I'll like I'll kind of find comedy in like the negative comments too. I like I'll make jokes. Yeah, you just got to make light of it and, right. and keep moving. Yeah. Definitely. And I I know you've also been through a lot in your life more than I think the average young person has. Whether it be rising to fame to mm. millions of people on the internet to also being a survivor, like you've you've really been through a lot. How have you been able to to stay true to who you are throughout all of that hardship when I'm sure a million people have an opinion on what you do and what you've been through? I think what helped me the most um, when I was like going through all those like periods of like obstacles and I think I, 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 I just did what I love to do, travel and go to the beach and spend time by myself and like away from my phone. I think just like doing what I like to do, journaling, um, going to the mountains, snowboarding, surfing, traveling helps me a lot. Just doing like what I love to do, you know? I think that that helps me a lot during those times. And also just having like a community uh, support system, like my parents, my friends, yeah, just having that that group around you helps, helps a bunch. That's huge. Just speaking out, talking about it. That's yeah. huge. How, how did you pull yourself out of some of those darkest moments and find a support system and know how to navigate? Because I'm sure there were times that it probably felt impossible to pull yeah. yourself back up. Dev yeah, it was so like, like such an awkward and weird 
situations to talk about, you know, with like family or with friends. I think just like once you make the jump, once you finally speak out, it's it just that one person too. like it gets so much easier to talk to more and more people, you know, and it, it could be anyone. It could be a coach, a teacher, um, your uncle, your aunt, your grandparent, like anyone you can just speak to, talk to anyone you feel safe around. Totally. Yeah, you just got to start the conversation. Right. And I also and love what you said about doing what you love. Yes. It's huge. Thank you. And thinking about how you navigate the world of social media now, what what's on your mind? Do you feel like you are using social media in a way that still aligns with you? I know you took some time off of social media. How have you navigated? I think on social media, I um, what I've been trying to do is just like do it all, you know, travel, comedy, um speaking out about social issues yeah i'm trying i'm trying to just do it all um but what i've been getting into is acting recently too so i've been taking classes every week working hard doing that i really enjoy doing that and like you can use some of the emotions you felt into your acting you know i feel like that's such a a good way to like channel those emotions and it's like a therapy it's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. Oh, That's so cool you. that you're getting into acting. Thank you. <laughs> and at, even at you know the times that you've talked about today, struggling with your mental health or just having a bad day, are there ever times where you wish that you didn't have a platform? Do you ever feel obligated to post and keep up this persona or can you separate the two? I think, I, I mean, I love what I'm doing right now. Just the like the support that I've gotten um, from everyone and they just I feel like they support everything you do like if I go to a random country in Europe they're just so happy for me for everything I do you know it's awesome yeah it's community in a way it's definitely to uplift you and support definitely. you and yeah I think you've definitely built that on socials which Thank probably you. makes it feel a little less yeah, isolating definitely. at times yeah and do you feel like your fans and the people who are uplifting and supporting you know the real Jack I think so yeah I think they're I still have a lot to um, uncover and talk about. I'm trying to have more of like a deeper relationship with my supporters because I mean, they're they're all people and they have their emotions, they have the mental health issues. It's like they have their own lives and they just having someone to look up to or talk to. I think that that helps a lot, you know. Awesome. It's like it's a it's a, I feel like it's a mutual. It's a mutual thing. They're they're giving me so much support. So why why would I not help them, talk to them, be there for them? Absolutely. You know? In a way, do you ever feel like the role model that you're becoming now is maybe the person younger Jack needed back then? Uh, definitely. Yeah. And what does that feel like? What would you say to younger Jack if he was listening? It gets better. Definitely. Jack, I'm so excited to bring us to our next segment here at POVs where we start introducing different viewpoints from our larger Gen Z community. Awesome. So keep an eye on your phone. We're going to send you some texts. I got you. Warning, they're going to be a little spicy, but oh, I think you can handle them. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm 17 and don't know what to do with my life. I feel like I'm nobody and the world is against me. What do I do? I feel like we've all felt this and been through this. Um, I think the biggest thing is just talking, speaking to someone. So I think even just this this text, this comment, I think that's a step closer to like getting to a better, healthier mind, you know? Um, obviously they're in, in need of 
help and they're taking that first step. Yeah. Did you ever feel like that person did? Like where you were at a point in your life where you were lost and didn't know what to do? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And what, what was the first step that you took? Was it to speak up or start yeah. a conversation? What did that look like? I, I, th- I still have a lot to learn, too. I think I felt like this plenty of times. And you definitely just feel alone and like you can't speak to someone. It's so hard and it's weird to like talk to someone. But I just, you just got to make the jump. You got to do it. And I think the weight is lifted off your shoulders and you just, you know. I always tell people, you never know what's on the other side of a hard conversation. It, it could be great. You could feel liberated. You could yeah. be so happy, but you'll Definitely. never know unless you start. Right. So I think yeah. it's amazing advice that you gave, which is just do it. Yes. And, just, and do the thing. Start the conversation. Yeah, definitely. In my opinion, men can always stand up for themselves. Women can't. I feel like I feel like this has to do with like the the double standard thing. We've been taught to be bold and we're the protector. We're always able to just like be bold and stand up for ourselves. But I think a lot of the times, yeah, it's definitely hard to speak up for yourself, especially for men and like tricky situations too, because there's issues that are very weird and awkward for men to talk about and it's very difficult for a man to speak up about it. I think they'll feel like the world will be against them if a man speaks up about it, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Gen Z is completely taking advantage of mental health. Everyone's hopping on the trend, but that's all it is, a trend. Ooh, mm. that's definitely <laughs> spicy. What a are trend, your thoughts? wow. Do you well, think mental health's a trend? It's not a fun trend, I'd say. I mean, I don't think it's a trend one bit. I think it's just it's it's a finally a time where people are shedding light to it and once more and more people talk about it and it just starts growing it may look like a trend because it's it's growing so rapidly but I think we're all just shedding light and spreading awareness. I could argue that it's not a bad thing if it's a trend right because that means everyone's finally waking up to the fact that we all have mental health. That's so true. Right? yeah, but I think true. it's more than just a trend. Yeah, we it's all like, have mental health. It's, I feel like trends too. They they come and go. Yeah. They stop. I feel like mental health is it's just strengthening. You know, it's, the talk is going deeper into. For sure. And I, I think our generation gets wrongfully labeled for you know talking about mental health and struggling mm-hmm. with mental health issues. There is a stat that says that our generation is the generation to struggle. The most mm-hmm. with our mental health yeah but we're also the generation that's most likely to be vocal about it yeah so like I, think, I yeah i think our parents and other generations were probably feeling the same thing but right. i mean they just couldn't talk about it, it was weird to talk about exactly it, you know? and now all they see is young people taking mental health days for yeah. work and you know being on their phones all the time but they don't really understand that it's actually a good thing that finally people are opening up about it yeah for sure for, i think just creating that dialogue you know just saying something speaking out I feel like that's it's such a big step in um, the community you know TikTok is so stupid nobody should make a career out of short videos that fame won't last and nobody should worship a TikToker is that a personal Um, attack (laughs) what are your thoughts I mean I think there's there's some truth in the, with the nobody should worship a TikToker I I do not think anyone should worship a a TikToker because we're all human beings you know there's no reason to worship someone you know tiktok is like one of those apps where we just connects our community you know yeah totally. um especially our generation yeah and maybe other generations just don't get it 
Definitely, yeah, definitely. Sure, but obviously I'm biased. I love TikTok, yeah. but I think there's like positive and negatives to both of it, you know. Absolutely. Um, I love TikTok. I can start scrolling and scrolling for hours, but I think once you have like a healthy relationship with it, it starts getting a lot better, for you know. Sure. Do you and see do you see a future where you're not on TikTok? Yes. And definitely. is it in the realm of acting like you mentioned? Anything else? Yes, definitely acting. I think I'll always like be on social media and speak up about issues, but I think acting is definitely like my main focus in business entrepreneurship. I think, yeah, once you take a step back and think about it, that I'm just making 15 second videos on a platform for a living, it's, it's so, it's so weird to think about, you know? For sure. um, I respect it though. No, like I, I don't understand. I have so much respect <laughs> for TikTokers. Like it takes consistency. It, you have a lot of skills that yeah. a lot of people don't have, but. I could see why like people would be annoyed by it, you know? For sure. It's just the new, it's the new wave. It's the yeah, new thing. Totally. You know? But I'm excited to hear that you may see a future off of TikTok <laughs> and I can't wait to keep watching your journey. So Jack, I have Thank one so final question for you. Awesome. Feel free to put the phone down. Okay. We're not going to send you any more. <laughs> but since here on POVs, we're all about empowering Gen Z. Awesome. If you had a megaphone and could share one message with our entire generation, what would it be? Talk to someone, you know, definitely speak out. I think that's one of my biggest things. Just talking you know well you came to the right place <laughs> that's what we're right? all about here at POVs I love that, yeah. and I'm so grateful that you are someone who is brave enough to initiate those hard conversations both on social media in person here on this couch and we're just so grateful to have you on the show thank you so much Thanks for thank coming, you for Jack. having me you have amazing energy so, thank so do you oh, thank you it was awesome having you on the show thank you so much awesome. <laughs>